Brando Podcast. You've made it. We're here. You're here. I'm a little hot. Whoa. Okay. We are here. Excellent. We are here together. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, welcome to our special edition 20th episode. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Where I guess the the special thing about it is nothing for you. It's just for us because we're actually in the same place, room, docking. Yeah, together. you might not know this, uh, recent listeners, but uh, Taggart and I do not live in the same state, so we have covered it up very well ish <laughs> in sending files back and forth and just knowing exactly what the other person is going to say. So we just respond. <laughs> We just do it at different times of the day. And just it's, very, it's very amazing. <laughs> yes. He's uh, like, I talked about this, and I was like, oh. Oh, okay, okay I, could, I got re- some things. I'll record my responses. Oh, neat. Yeah. Cool. Uh-huh. So uh, hopefully we are going to talk over each other less, <laughs> but that's probably not going to happen. So welcome to our we'll episode, still, we, the uh, new year approaching. Uh, if you're listening to this right when it comes out, uh, happy... New 2020, and we Dude, that's want, weird. Yeah, that's really weird to me. 2020, like yeah, the the year or the the original. Show. Oh, 2020. <laughs> okay, Barbara Walters. Yeah. yeah. No, it's very strange. This will be the 20th year of my graduation. 2020. Oh, is there a reunion? I have not heard anything. <laughs> so get on that. Class of 2000. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's going to be fun. (laughs) I'm interested to go, I think. But, uh, yeah, it's very, that feels weird, very weird since that was like yesterday. Anyways, 2020. It's a new century, kind of. I mean, if we're being sticklers about it. Yeah. That's what I mean. New decade. This, this is a, this is a decade that actually, like, I think everybody can settle on, like, the, the, the terminology for yeah it's the new 20s yeah exactly because <laughs> <laughs> it was always like the aughts and then the nine and the no teens and we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're now back to stable we're, we're stable now <laughs> well i mean we could say the 20s i guess or the 2020s right but uh there was the 1920s which we call the 20s i think i'm i'm voting for the new 20s the new 20s the new 20s that's fair yeah, good. Then, we just add new, and we can go we'll, from here. Yeah, in a hundred years, we'll 30s. let them hash that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Figure it out yourself. It'll, it'll be like if we'll you, leave all our problems for you. Isn't that what the it'll be generations like before do? In Futurama, where they call it old New York, and you don't really think about it until you really think about it. You're like, New York is just such a word that you don't think of like, oh, right. it's old new, or they call it new New York versus old New York. Right. Like, anyway. Well, uh, speaking of old stuff, uh, you got some something to follow up on. <laughs> from, this from might our last be the cast. first time we've actually ever said, "Yeah, we'll do this," and then did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, last time we last week we spoke about the word Eve, as in Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve, which our little pat- last week's podcast came out on Christmas Eve, and this one should come out on New Year's Eve. So I hope that's when you got it. <laughs> but uh, we thought, when did this happen? Whatever. I didn't do a ton of research. Well, I can't yeah, give it, you a, a huge reasoning of why this happened, but I can give you the the nutshell of when we started using Eve to mean 
the day before. Yeah, as basically. opposed to saying like, oh yeah, let's do dinner Christmas evening. Right. And it's like, oh, okay, well, let's get together. It's like, oh, well, you mean Christmas Eve? No, Christmas evening. So, technically. Right. So, Eve as a word uh, in Old English uh, around the 1200s or whatever. Um, the old 1200s? The old 1200s, <laughs> if you're familiar. Um, Eve meant evening. So, you would use that inner. Well, interchangeably, I don't think they said evening back then, but they said Eve. So when you were having supper, that was in, you know, Eve. Right. So dusk, like when the sun goes down. Right. <laughs> this definition says between sunset and darkness. Um, yeah. And so it went like that for a while until the late 13th century. It started, Eve started to mean the day before a saint's day. Or festival. So, old holidays. So, old holidays, right. And it kind of transformed, and by the late 1700s, it meant the moment right before an event happened, basically. So, like, the night before. Um, Any kind of event. It was the eve of... Thanksgiving or whatever. I forgot Not how bad. animated you are. When you talk. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like making these like just, grippy hand gestures. Hey man, but uh, yeah, I mean that makes perfect. Don't make me self conscious yeah. being here in the same room <laughs> no, as you. Um, but I mean, like, yeah, you think about like Halloween. You, it was like All Hallows Hallows Eve. Eve. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And stuff. So, are we going to get to instead of Christmas Eve, just Christmas, Christmas, Christmas Ween? <laughs> Chris Ween. <laughs> Halloween Chris Ween. Chris Ween. It's funny because, I mean, you think about things like Christmas, we used to be Christ Mast, you know, and then uh-huh. All Hallows Eve and stuff like that. We're just like lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Started saying it wrong over a long period of time, and I'm like, that sounds right now. Yeah. Ooh, oh, the word that I was thinking oh, of no, the other you mean, day. You mean a holy day. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're just, we're just trying to get through this the season as fast as possible. I mean, we're going to be like Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. If now it's Xmas, like, right. Yeah. We can't be saying lots of syllables. Uh, anyways, but, uh, yeah. So around the 1700s, late 1700s or whatever, it, it specifically, Eve specifically became, it wasn't interchangeable with evening. By that time they said, even for evening. And Eve was that specific time before, the festival or yeah. whatever. So there you go. And also Eve of uh, Adam and Eve. Um, another visual thing that uh, I have to uh, describe to you. As I looked over at your phone, the uh, ad at the bottom was for Michael's Crafts. Michael's Craft Store. Ooh. And so I was like, is he getting this from Michael's website? <laughs> like, I, we have a lot of people come in and while they're buying their ribbon. And, and when they're getting, I like to ask us questions like, about the etymology of words. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. We sure. get a lot of people, like, fighting over, well, is this for Christmas dinner? Or is this for Christmas? <laughs> this paint might yeah. go well with that project, but uh, also. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, good follow-up. Thanks for that. Um, You're We welcome. did also double-check. Um, even as in the difference, like being even Steven, like the same kind of a thing has a completely different etymology from German, possibly Irish meaning twins. So there you go. 
Cool. Well, let's. <laughs> I didn't want to leave people hanging <laughs> that, like that are like me that go, oh, okay, we explained what even came from that way, but what's the. Anyway, so, even Steven. Fair. <laughs> okay. Uh, English, right. English is a crazy language if you want to get into it. <laughs> so, we are uh, going for the question of the day related to tomorrow day. Ooh. So, Taggart. Yes. What New Year's no. resolution? <laughs> what New Year's resolutions have you stuck to for a considerable uh, amount of time, uh, and which are are noticeable? Not noticeably, but can you recall that you just did not fulfill at all? Okay, something <laughs> something just came to my mind actually, which is hilarious because I'm very bad at the New Year's re- resolution thing. I actually kind of don't like it. <laughs> like that's the whole an ideal um, right. but you know that's neither here nor there um <laughs> the thing that just came to mind um i usually am really bad at writing the new dates when the new oh, year comes around the <laughs> so one year i was like this is my new year's resolution <laughs> i will write the right year going forward 100%. no mistakes i did did i did do that one year oh wow <laughs> i was very like you will not mess up um, and that's the only one I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it was one year. So it's not, that's the thing about New Year's. I don't really even remember what year that was. Yeah. New Year's resolutions is they're, they're not like, uh, you know, game changers as far as like, oh yeah, I'm going to, you know, stop smoking and do all this kind of stuff. It's like, well, like that's a good time to start, I guess. But like how many times is it's like, oh yeah, well I'm going to you know, watch less TV or whatever. And you're like, yeah, that lasted for six months and then it's gone. Or even if you do do it the whole year, it's like, well, that was a year of stickless or stickler date writing. So <laughs> I'm giving it up. I'm going back. Right. It's just like, uh, it, 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 if we're going to get into the, idea go for it. Thing. Um, that was just Taggart thinking. This is <laughs> I completely paused my recording accidentally. Oh, um, I was cleaning my mouse pad off and clicked the button, and then it stopped my recording. So okay. sorry. Um, dang it! More editing for me. Um, but uh, what was I saying? The oh, philosophy of uh, yeah, it, the the whole thing of a New Year's resolution does not lend itself to longevity. Right. It doesn't. Well, it's it's more of anticipation than it is of like you know. I get I get like here's the new year. Let's have a new me. Let's have a new lifestyle. Let's have a new, and, and the, the the heart is in the right place. But because you can reset it every year, it has worked into it the the mindset of if this doesn't work, I could try next year, or if this mm-hmm. doesn't work. I could try something new next year that supersedes or completely wipes this one out. Right. Um, and it's just not set up for like actual success. That's just my take on that. No, that's totally fair. I mean, like that's the thing is is it is a, a cycle in a sense where you think about it as like, oh, man, I want to do this thing, but it's going to be difficult so I need like a reason to do it. And like New Year's resolutions has become that reason. Right. Like right. that that's that starting gun that most bad habits or good habits don't you know don't have. 
it's that it's that that threshold right and you know it's like so so people start it and so first off the problem is they delay because you think of your new year's resolution in like you know september you're like oh man i really need to read more next year I'm gonna. I'm, that's my New Year's resolution. Like yeah, next year, you know, like it's February. I'll try this next, next year. year. Yeah, there's no way I'm doing that right. Exactly. Now. So you delay whatever your, uh, you know, whatever your resolution is, right. you know, till that, you know, that specific time, and then, you know, the other problem is a lot of people then go cold turkey, or right. I don't know if you're doing something. Is that hot turkey? Like what's like what's the what's like going cold? back to a previous conversation? What's the opposite <laughs> of cold turkey? <laughs> so if you're like yeah, if you're like I'm gonna go to the gym every day or four times a week or whatever it is, like you know that's is that giving up laziness? Cold turkey? I think like so. It's, okay, it's starting There's something a, hot. Yeah, it's hot turkey. Just going in full full bore, I guess. But um, but yeah, that's the thing is like, and you can see it in the gym. Like all the time, if you consistently go to the gym, you will see a decline come November where people are too busy and they're having to run all over the place and they got to do all this kind of stuff and the weather's bad. So they don't go to the gym and then they make the commitment like January, going to do it. So then it just spikes in gyms, January. Gyms got to love New Year's resolutions. Oh, yeah. Because exactly. they're like January through March, maybe even April. Yeah, exactly. Spiked. People are in there buying yeah. them. And it's terrible Working if you go out. to the gym consistently because then it's right. just, it's you, just your routine's packed. totally screwed because um, it just gets so packed. But um, yeah, I think one of my New Year's resolutions that we that I've actually more or less stuck to is so um, my girlfriend and I we do the whole thirty yes meal plan eating regiment thingamajig. We've been doing that for a while, and like, um, the biggest thing about it is we needed to find a place in the year to put it. So it's not necessarily a New Year's resolution. It's just it works in conjunction with other people's New Year's resolutions because when you're on this, it's a very restricted eating plan. There's no right. grain, no dairy stuff like that and so and so you, you don't you do this year round you just say this period of the year we were mm -hmm. we're gonna work through the whole 30 right and then right continue to eat what we want to eat after right that. but so we were when we first planned this we were trying to figure out we're like okay we should plan it and we started i think it was like september because we're like mm, okay. there's there's no major holidays so we don't have to like worry about you know like getting or getting candy or going to dinners with people and stuff like that. You know, it's no major holidays. But we still found – or no, when was it? Maybe we did it in March 1st. Anyway, we've cut, we've moved it around a little bit. Okay. But January seems to be the perfect time because – January? Right yeah, off the bat. Because, okay. A, um, you don't have – you know, you have more time. You know, January is a pretty slow month. There's no major holidays. I mean, sorry, President's Day, but – <laughs> There's not like food associated with President's right. Day. You just go buy a mattress right. or something. You just eat parts of a cherry tree. Yeah, it's exactly. Fine. Um, and then, but the biggest advantage to it being in January is that's when a lot of people are doing their diets and their 
workouts and right. they're, oh, I ate so much over the holidays. I'm just trying to be, I mean, it's not necessarily like New Year's resolution. I'm just trying to be. So people are more understanding when you say, oh, thanks. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I don't need brownies. And they're like, oh, okay, you're doing some kind of diet. I get it. Like, you know, so that month is just uh, like, <laughs> it's, we could, we could do it anytime and we do it not for a whole month, but we do it and, you know, a couple times a week. Um, but at that same time, it's the perfect time because it's most expected. Right. So that makes sense. Yeah. Makes so. sense. Um, but yeah. How you, many times have you guys done that? No. Um, I want to say probably five. Five years, really? Our fifth year doing it. Crazy. Yeah. So um, getting better and better, I guess. More, more and more cookbooks are coming out and stuff like that. So. Yeah, so so just like the taste of the meals are getting better, or just your guys' dealing with it is easier. Yeah, because the biggest thing, and I would say this about most diets in general and stuff, is planning. Sure. So it's time consuming. Yeah. So like and a burger's easy. Dude. Exactly. <laughs> like if you're just like, oh no, I don't have anything for lunch. I'll just grab some chips from the break room or something like that right. and, you know, like, you know, pull something out of the fridge. That's – but, like, the problem with – the thing with the Whole30 is it's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And all the easy stuff, cereal, uh, you know, fast food and everything like right. that is it's all no go. out. So you right. got to make all your own food because you can't even have added sugar. So we have to make our own ketchup, make our own mayonnaise make our own salad dressing, all really? that kind of different stuff. So it's basically we plan it out and Sunday we just make a bunch of stuff and then parcel it out through the week kind of a thing. Nice. So well, you like to make stuff from scratch though. Oh, yeah. So, so that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's not necessarily that intimidating as it would be for a lot of people. Dude, I would have a hard time doing <laughs> yeah. it. I know I would. Yeah. Ugh. Which means I probably should do it. Yeah. But, uh, well, and the yeah, other thing well. is – also, we know how, like, we're like, okay, we'll try this recipe, and if it's good, then we'll put it on the docket for, like, later to make, like, twice or three times as much kind of a thing. Because sometimes if you make it and you're like, this is what we're going to eat all week, and it's not good, <laughs> then it's just like you're like, sludging this is through. Be a rough yeah. week. <laughs> you're man. trudging through and just being like, oh, man, like, I, it's almost just better to forget it than to take it to take take it <laughs> out oh shoot yeah it's in my kitchen but, yeah um but yeah so so i would definitely say if you're gonna do something definitely january is just the time to start because it's it's just in our culture now right right but if you're gonna do something and you think about it just do it that day or Make a plan for it as soon as possible. Right. <clears throat> I mean, and that's the best advice, right? If you want to do it, then you gotta you gotta start as soon as possible. Right. Because you, you put it actually off. Actually, yeah. want it to happen. Yeah. And if you really want to do it, you'll start it now. Mm -hmm. Get it going. So. Or you'll just be frustrated because there's a million people at the gym, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, this sucks." It's like, but if I start my <laughs> My resolution in May, right. then I'm, I've got six months of sweet gym time. Enjoy <laughs> sweet gym time. I just, I, I, it's so funny because it is so baked in to like the whole workout thing because it's like you can get all the stuff for Christmas and 
then you well, yeah, you think start well, in January, relax, you get your November and you get your beach body ready for summer. So Let's that's all the, that's right. all the hype, you know. It's just like okay, right. work out during the winter so I could be ready for the summer and you know whatever. But so well, yeah, I mean, I, that's one thing I was going to say earlier that I kind of forgot is that January is just a rough month weather wise for 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 most of the country, right? Yeah. So, and it can be, all the holidays are gone, so it's that month that can be, I mean, that in February can be really depressing as winter depression goes or whatever. Right. So, to have something new to do and to focus on, I could, that's good, and Mm -hmm. I like that idea, Um, but. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, like you said, it's, it is. It is a very interesting, like, how many different aspects of it make it so that is the ideal time to start. Right. New year, no big family plans for most people, you know, weather's crappy. <laughs> yeah, you can't just so, go out and do something. You, yeah. So you're fabricating something to do. Yeah, to exactly. Stay, stay busy or at least not cooped up in your house or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So, yep. um, dang it. Now maybe I have to do a news resolution. <laughs> Just started today, man. I mean, it's a couple days before. 2020, baby. Yeah, 2020. <laughs> it's the... It's the uh, well, that's the other problem is people also think New Year's resolution, if you miss it, <laughs> you know, then they're right. then they're done. They're like, ah, oh, man, uh, I, I didn't start I didn't done. start on January. Well, that's 364 days wasted. <laughs> yeah, I got... I, you can have a good day. <clears throat> yeah. Yesterday was bad. You can have a good day today. Yeah what they say mm-hmm. someone says that um oh i again i had something i lost it um <laughs> <laughs> it's hard podcasting's hard um uh, you want to switch to triggered memory and see we if that can. We joggles can. something loose oh i was gonna say 2020 this is the year of perfect vision oh right right so you need to have a perfect vision for what your year needs to look like and uh, and uh, make it happen. I wonder what they do in non-imperial places. Because 2020 means I can see it from 20 feet, you can see it from 20. Like, I, right? Right. Because that was like the thing. Like I had like 2,600 or something. But that's not actually how yeah. they measure your eyes. You not know. anymore. Well, yeah, but I mean, if you get a prescription, they're not, they don't really do that numbering system anymore. It's like, right. you got a negative four. Exactly. That's what I mean. Slide astigmatism. Yeah. Um, do you know your prescription? Well, no, I got LASIK. It's good to go. I'm 2020. I'm back. So, but, but do you actually still know your prescription? Are you at a, at a zero in both eyes? Uh, yes. I don't know. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't been. I mean, I assume, and this is me assuming a little bit. I assume 2020, which we call perfect vision, is zeros, right? Right. Farsighted is going to be positive numbers. Right. And nearsighted is negative numbers um, because it's past 20 feet or in front of 20 feet, right? Right. Um, So if you have LASIK and you have perfect vision, you should be right around a zero. Zero, right. Uh, I am a negative four and a negative four point two five. Yeah, one of my and <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, for those 
that can't see us. Taggart Taggart has just removed it. I'll I'll narrate. Taggart has just removed his glasses. He has his hand (laughs) roughly about a foot a foot from his face. Yeah. Yep. And he's measuring it with his hand itself. (laughs) (laughs) The distance between his fingers. So from tip of my nose to where I can see clearly is. Like eight inches. Yeah, it's not very far. <laughs> <laughs> and seriously, anything past that, things just start to blur. Right. And obviously, I can make a shape for distances. You know, I can. There's a there's a satellite dish on the house next to us. <laughs> oh my god! There's a satellite in orbit <laughs> around. <laughs> my my nearsighted is terrible, yeah, but my farsighted is amazing. Yeah, that's here. That's a Russian satellite. <laughs> exactly. I can almost make it out. It's like, uh, oh man, I can't. Like the lettering is faded. Sput Nick. <laughs> Igor. <Sput> <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, uh, they just name Sputnik fifties seven hundred eighty. But uh, yeah, I can i I know it's I, I know it's a satellite dish only because what else would a circular thing be on the top of a roof? Um, but I can't really see it. It's really blurry. Mm-hmm. But anyways. You're welcome. Thanks for coming down that tangent with us. So some people have visual things on their podcasts. We literally just to go vision. <laughs> we didn't talk about, about vision. vision. What You're can welcome. we see? I spy. We could have filmed today. <laughs> yeah. We didn't. That is true. Um, <laughs> my phone's right here doing zero things. We could have filmed this. Um, You're welcome, listeners. Um, Okay. So let's talk triggered memory. Cool. We're coming into 2020. If you didn't get that already. Again, I graduated 20 years before 2020, which is 2000. <laughs> For those bad at math. <laughs> and uh, for those that don't remember or those that do, at the, at the end of the year 1999, like Prince said, <laughs> we partied like that year on that year. Um there was a, a big computer scare, which was deemed Y2K, which I still think is like that has to do with the year, right? Y2K is year, the year. 2K, year 2000. Year 2. That's terrible. Really? I, I thought mean, it was very intuitive. I, well, it's. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not intuitive. Oh. I'm saying, what a terrible. What a, that's weird. The like just, just the moniker it? of it. Oh yeah, it's like, uh, you know, during Y two K, but it wasn't like the whole. I mean, I guess it does count as the whole year, but Y two K came to be known entomology wise as <laughs> the, the moment we switched from nineteen ninety nine to two thousand. The millennium bug, as it's also referred. Right. So, so we're just we're just, triggered memory today is we're going to talk about Y two K. How is Y2K for you? Okay. Um, 20 years in the making. (laughs) If you didn't know or didn't remember or never quite understood, the big issue was that computers back in the day, uh, and I think, was it all computers or was it just Windows computers? It was the majority of computers, yeah. Um, Their internal clocks did not go past the year 19... 99 
Well, the issue was back in the day to save space because bits bits cost a lot of money. Like now, you can buy a terabyte flash drive with Oscar the Grouch's head on it for like twelve bucks. What? Where? Give I me, don't know. Send me that link. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could buy data like storage that is fairly would, would contain the entirety world. of the computing world of 1976 and have it as big as your hand like it is right. seriously it's crazy so ridiculous in order to save those precious little bits they would abbreviate the year of uh the year in the right. 1900s so baked to, in the, right. yeah so baked in the system um, we, 1926 or 1976 would just be 76. 76. So like January 1st, 76 would be one slash one slash seven, six. No right. problem. Right. And so there was this whole thing. It was like, it's going to reset our, our clocks, all of our computers back to the year zero. Yeah. The um, year 1900. 1900. Because it's assumed the 19 is assumed so right, right, right. banks that are keeping track of your interest with this old, with this system is saying you've had your money in the bank for twelve years, yet da 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 because it's nineteen ninety nine, and then boom, all of a sudden, instead of it being thirteen years, it'll be negative eighty six years. So there was a big scare that people would years. lose money. There mm-hmm. was a big scare that computers would just shut down and like right. not run things properly mm-hmm. and uh, delete a bunch of stuff because the other right. dates don't make sense. It's like, oh this is a hundred years in the future. We don't know. That's the that's funny thing about it to me always was that if we knew about the problem, obviously somebody's trying to fix it. Mm-hmm. The populace as a whole knew that this was an issue and people were freaking out. People were buying water. People were <laughs> <laughs> Run on Twinkies or whatever it was, and uh, and so obviously somebody's doing something to try to 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 fix the issue or whatever, um, yeah. And so there was this big thing when you know midnight came and we clicked over to two thousand. People thought it was going to be Mad Max or something crazy. Yeah, people thought nukes were going to go off. They thought. All this kind of different stuff. So, what is, are we just talking about the thing or are we talking about our experience? Yeah, how was your watch? Because we lived through this. This was a thing. We did, yeah. Do uh, you remember where you were when nothing happened? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, I remember exactly what where I was. So, okay. Um, so, I was, gonna, I was hanging out with my buddy Spanky um, that night um, and we were you know in our teens so we were just you know ready to go out and you know you're you're always you know you're gonna be up till midnight and you're gonna be like you know doing all this kind of stuff well his mom was worried not that the computers were actually going to you know run amok and you know lawnmower man us all but people but, crazy. but she was worried that the the belief in that oh security cameras are going to get shut off so i can go rob a bank or the you know secu- you know all this kind of different stuff or cops aren't going to be like the radios or whatever stupid 
criminal some mom mentality yeah, was exactly. going to take over. And- so she was worried that you know basically people are going to be out there doing some stupid stuff, and so she wanted us in. So it wasn't bad. I mean, like Spanky and I are awesome hanging out together. We're pretty good at it. So, <laughs> so we it's had not, some practice. Yeah, it's not like we, you know, uh, we didn't. We were like worried about being cooped up. It was just like we just. She didn't want us to go anywhere. She didn't want us to be out on the street and all this kind of different stuff. While while the uh, thing turned over, but the kicker for me that I specifically remember. Um, aside from that, is we went to uh, some uh, some youth thing for his uh, for his church and stuff, and um, I just remember it was like in an indoor uh, like soccer arena or one of those like inflatable soccer arena things. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, uh, and everything, and you know it was in the evening, and we heard you know some jets fly over, which is not necessarily uncommon in uh, Colorado Springs with the Air Force Academy and everything. But we heard those and I like look over at him and I'm just like, you know, it's midnight in like Russia now. <laughs> Cause that's the thing that other people that also people didn't understand is the if the Y2K was really that bad. We were gonna like, be one of the last Japan, people to yeah, deal with it. Exactly. Like, Japan. Yeah, Japan's yeah. really the ones that are sweating bullets over there. Well, maybe we wouldn't have heard. Ooh, that's that's a good point. Yeah, as as the Earth like rotates, like you just see the cataclysm just wipe across. But that was the thing is that's what I thought of at that moment was if these are jets or rockets or whatever, it would be in response to what's happening overseas, which is already being wiped out or whatever. So I'm like, at least we get some advance warning. Right, you would think. So, um, but yes. All of a nothing happened. Oh my gosh! So we was, just hung out that night. Uh, so much nothing happened that I don't actually remember what I was doing. Okay. I don't. I don't remember. Um, probably something similar to you. I really don't remember who I was with or where I was at. Or you know, it's not like a Kennedy. You're thing. about to graduate high school. You'll remember where you were or when the Beatles played or when Kennedy was shot or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you were trying to get some accent that was like that you're morphing into like um but it's not what is it Sullivan what's the guy that introduced the Beatles really good shit it's so you just like where were the Beatles <laughs> that was terrible <laughs> <laughs> but uh but the point is like it did not have that effect on me. It was not that impactful because nothing happened. And I and I do remember thinking, uh, <laughs> something like, well, that's what I thought would happen. Or, you know, basically mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, well, that's w- what I figured. Because um, I don't know. I'm not dumb. <laughs> but uh, I, I honestly didn't think. Anything would happen, and everyone would be fine, and then I'd still have to graduate from high school. Um, so there you go. Yeah. So I mean, like the the it wasn't necessarily like hysteria. Like people, as far as I remember, nobody 
Like you said, people were buying supplies. People were buying supplies, but it wasn't riotous. It's not like people breaking in and said, I need right. this water. Right. Uh, freaking out uh, like that. But uh, people were worried. They're like, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow might be a whole new world. Yeah. Uh, like Jasmine says. Um, <laughs> oh, that's what that means. <laughs> right. She's talking about the future. She's talking about the apocalypse. Uh, but... Uh, at least you had someone to share it with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, so yeah, tell us your Y2K memories of nothing, um, or any any kind of big kind of big scare that turned out to be nothing. I mean, because you think about uh, like the Cold War and all that kind of different stuff, like you know, doing duck and cover. On, and everything like that, and like you know, we were we grew up at the tail, the very, very, very tail end, and of the Cold War. Of the Cold yeah. War, and honestly, things happened in the Cold War, but right? To most everyday people, yeah, it was nothing. It was nothing, and so it was very much. It's it's just kind of interesting for that, like yeah, kind of group panic to set in, um, and everything just to be like, well, no, that's not you know. Not really what's what's gonna happen because this they knew about Y2K as we've deemed it the issue up until or they knew it about it like in '84, right? Right, and so you know how many of the computer programs from '84 were replaced by the year 2000? You right, know? and even if they weren't, they right. could put a patch in fairly quickly. If it's a Windows and do yeah. your stupid automatic update or whatever it is. <laughs> oh, that, that's what know? happened. The one guy that doesn't do his automatic <laughs> update. He's like, what happened to my data? He's like, ugh. Dang it. It's like, oh, <laughs> you like, didn't do your updates. You must do this update by midnight <laughs> yeah. tonight. Um, there is a looming problem, though. A looming problem? A looming problem. Not lumens. No. Not like a glowing problem. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just, I just like, uh, just went to Wikipedia to look up, you know, Y two K and everything. Uh-huh. Um, and apparently, there's been several like issues with with uh, computer programs similar to Y two K. Uh huh. Like September 9th, nineteen ninety nine was an issue. Because because it's nine 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 nine, and um, a lot of databases kept track of dates. If there was no future, if there was no end date, it was just sometime in the future. It was just they would just put nine nine nine. Oh, so yep. so that was that. that was an issue. Leap years are an issue if you're a lazy computer, like if your programmer's lazy and they just say, oh, oh it's every every four years because you know it's you know divisible by 100 but not 400 blah 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 there's a year 2010 problem um because um just the the different uh, binary code decimals like when it clicked over to 10 as opposed to zero zero or like like it was also shortening it to like nine and like 2008 was just an eight and so on and so forth um, so really? some people, their text messages, the biggest problem was their text messages said 2016 <laughs> instead of 2010. So you're getting a text from the future. But um, awesome. there is another one, supposedly the 2038 problem. 
And this one is interesting just because some programs are based on a 32. This is, this is going to be very fascinating for some of you. <laughs> very, very boring for others. We're so, getting the code here. So strap in. Come on now. I can explain this in one sentence, though. There's a 8-bit integer representing the seconds from January 1st, 1970. That represents the date. And come 2038, that kicks over to where we need more than 32 bits to explain it. So like in Excel, you'll notice like if you ever put the long date, it goes all the way down to the seconds. Well, that's a number and it's based off of January 1st, 1970. So Excel in the next 18 years is going to have to figure out another way to do that if they haven't already. (laughs) Crazy. Yeah, because we've run out of seconds. (laughs) Yeah, so. That's Weird. It is weird. It's weird to think about because you're like, what do you, it's the it's the same amount of numbers technically, but it's weird. But yeah, well, I understand. Yeah, we're always adding more and stuff like that. So that's the craziest thing about a lot of computing that you don't think about because you're you're not sitting there writing it is so many things are just like ah that's a future issue like you know like just talking yeah. about leaving our issues for yeah, the future before. exactly and computing does that all the time yeah i mean you look at you know building cars to run off gasoline and you're just like this is genius this stuff's everywhere <laughs> you know and it's like, oh, oh but you now. guys i know like It'd be funny to see like some inventors of different things like that be like, you guys didn't figure out another solution for this, but like I was just making like I was just making a patch. I didn't expect this to last forever. Right. Um that's this is kind of random, but that's one thing. Do you ever, have you seen um uh historical roasts on Netflix? I haven't watched them. Oh. We talked about it briefly, I think. Right. Did I mention uh, this? Yeah, because I did. I mentioned Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just awesome to be where they're like talking about it. Shakespeare, why didn't you make Cleopatra like, you know, more of a well-rounded woman, you know, like more accurate to history, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I didn't know you'd be teaching it in school 400 years later. <laughs> like, I was just doing it to make a buck. <laughs> it's entertainment. Yeah, I'm not writing the Bible it's, over here. <laughs> I'm just making, I'm just entertaining the commoners. <laughs> it's like, it's like. It's like if we went SpongeBob SquarePants as like, you know, in uh, in 500 years is the way that people understand our culture. Right. What is the what is is that Futurama where the the aliens watch our TV and think yeah. it's our history? Yeah. Alan McBeal? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're like uh, you guys yeah. missed it. You guys missed it. But mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you know, not everything is made or thought of to last the test of time from when it's created. Um, you know, that's but, funny. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully, 2035, 2038 is not. Yeah. Good <laughs> a luck. Big deal. Good luck. I'm 38. Yeah. We got. We got. Still almost got 40 years. So. Yeah, but. Um, or 20. They they cleverly call it the Y2K38 problem. <sighs> That's terrible. I just think I don't I don't I don't know. I guess that was a real two thousands thing. Right. To mix letters and numbers. I don't I was never a big fan. No. 
Nah. No, the best 2000 memory that I have is from 1998. <laughs> and it's the M&M's commercial where they go in the red and yellow M&M go into the supposed CEO of, you know, Hershey or Mars or whatever. And they're like, and it's just like, we need to start our campaign for, it's like the new millennium. And the guy's like, everybody's going to be milking the millennium. He's like, but not in 98. And then you saw billboards that was like two M&M, 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 like three M&Ms in a row. And I'm like, that is awesome. Somebody's literally sitting there being like, oh. And then Cheerios did it in like 2000. And they had millennium Cheerios and stuff like that. It's just funny that like, oh, no, M&M saw this coming. (laughs) They were on top of things. They milked it. Literally, they milked chocolate dip. Um, nice. Yeah. So hopefully that spurs some memories for you. <laughs> yeah. And if you were born after 2000, then... Then you have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Obviously, the 2010 bug was not a problem. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah. But there's someone out there. There's something that we haven't thought about. Oh, there'll be some be... issues. Some fake issues Climate that we'll control. run into. <laughs> Climate control. Climate change. <laughs> Climate control, air conditioning. Yeah, we we have not figured out that thermostat yet. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, it's too why hot. Is, but now it's why too does cold. it only have four? You know, so. Yeah. Oh, you remember that on the train? Oh. So so we will probably do a whole podcast on this. We should. Yeah, we should do that. Uh, but a quick insight: Tiger and I were on an Amtrak's train. Happened and it was really hot. Yeah. It was the it was summer. It was just hot, and we're going. And we asked the um the train attendant the the tracks like it's not a flight. It's a it's a travel. It's a I don't know. We asked the attendant, <laughs> and we're like, we said, hey, ma'am, ma'am, <laughs> um, can we? You know, it's like, is there air conditioning or can we? Like, is there a way we can do? Because you can't open the windows because your train's just traveling at you know going sixty miles an hour right. or whatever. And she's like, oh well, they can only turn the air conditioning like on or off. There's no like way to set the temperature, so we either have to just turn it on, or we have to just have it off. And then she kind of just like left it at that and walked away. And Tiger and I were like, that's how air conditioners work. <laughs> <laughs> like they, 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 there's like a, a threshold, you know, like the, it gets, it's, oh, you, you want it at 72. So when it gets above like 75, it turns on and then it lowers it probably down to 70. And then the AC it, 101. You just need some kind of probe. That's it's like, that's how it's picking up on the heat and turns it on or off. Like, yeah, if it blasted a hundred percent for 30 seconds and it cools the train down and then it has to come on again in another, you know, two minutes or whatever, that's fine. I'm good. That's how it's supposed to work. <laughs> Unless you got a human thermostat that's like flicking a switch. <laughs> that's just like, oh, I'm going to have to, now I'm going to wait, lick their finger. <laughs> like, okay, now I'm going to turn it off. I don't. I don't. Oh. I mean, 
I don't. It doesn't make any sense. If it's like a car where it's actual radiator and it's just like I'm just going to take the heat and you can just turn it up real hot or real cold or whatever, um, and that never turns off until you turn it off, right? right? If that's how the train worked, great. But obviously, it wasn't because <laughs> she said it wasn't. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Someone needs to get in there. Uh, this was a little while ago. Maybe Antrex fixed that by now. But come on, guys. Yeah. We can't be roasting. Can't be cooking people in your trains. Yes. Ah, uh, so tag. What is, what is your new? What is new? Hey, that was a uh, sweet segue. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of making new things for Antrac, what's your new? Um. Well, we had Chris Mouse. Chris Mouse. Chris Mouse. And. Uh, My wife had this thing for those we were given multiple presents to that she wanted something for them to do. Oh, okay. Something for them to... <laughs> I'm not going to remember all of it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, she had different categories. Like so, yeah. So the people to... you're giving multiple... Okay, got it. Got right, it. right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Okay. So this is like family members and things like this. Uh, she was thinking of four gifts. One was something to do. One right. was something to read uh, make or the rest of them up. Yeah. Read or something to wear was right. one. Um, i trying to run through my gifts and see if I remember <laughs> if I can categorize them uh, retroactively. Anyways, but, but you understand. It's kind of those things. So um, I've been wanting to get a better stereo for our SUV because the, it's got an aux port, but the aux port is bad. Just it's got a short in it or okay. the cable's not soldered well or something. So you jostle it and you, you lose half your audio once, right. right? whatever side cuts out. So I was like, forever I've been like, let's get a new stereo. Get something in there. We can listen to some music's. Maybe some, I don't know, Bluetooth in it or something. Um, anyways, so my wife. <laughs> are, you, are you following the story? She, she, that was the thing to do. She bought me a stereo for the car. Now, so you have, now to, I have do to install it. it. <laughs> she thought she was clever. and But I was also pretty excited about it. And the whole thing was she wanted to get it. Like, she came up with the idea herself from me talking forever ago. Because I kind of dropped it um, and stopped talking about it. She didn't know how to go about figuring out what we would need or... What fits or... Or what what fits. Like, she's not familiar with the one-den, single-den, double-den situation or whatever. Um so she does all this research and calls all these places and all this stuff. And she's like, I was like, I was like, I don't know what we need and how is it going to go and all cost and blah, blah, blah. And then at one point she was like, oh, I'm not sure what to get you. And I was like, I have an Amazon list. You can look through it. She's like, oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. She looked through it and I had like saved her a car radio <laughs> for that. And she was like, Yes. <laughs> So, anyways, that was kind of funny. So, I really I have a couple of projects to do from Christmas, and that's one of them. And I would like to do that sooner than later, but uh, probably have to buy a car kit for it. So, mm-hmm. 
I mean, that'd be the easiest thing. I can wire it up, but sometimes if you don't get them grounded right, you get the the engine whine, and oh I yeah, don't deal with that. Yeah, so yeah. I'll probably have to get uh, probably get a car kit just so that I'm uh, I'm sure that all the connections are solid. But anyways, that that's something new for me that I got, and something new I have to do. Yeah, man. I mean. The best of luck on that, because that's definitely something that I've I've looked into. Yeah, um, even for like like my car is pretty okay, but uh, for my girlfriend's car, getting her a new stereo and stuff, because for hers, and I think we talked about this. Like the radio doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work at all. Yeah, just the radio. It turns on, but you get nothing. Yeah. So it's your antenna, probably. Yeah, but we've checked. I don't know. Long story short, we just <laughs> probably need a new setup or whatever um but you know the more modern your car the more like customed part you have to buy like i remember buying a uh cd player for my uh 85 civic nice removable (laughs) face yeah, yeah, of you course. know it. Because you got to deter those thieves. <laughs> Come on, guy. You can get in there. Because guess what? There is very little security on that car. <laughs> I've um, never quite understood that. I mean, if you have a savvy enough thief that he can tear your car apart and pull that radio out, mm-hmm. I say, go for it, buddy. Right? I mean, maybe in 83, it was a little That's easier. The thing. That is the thing, though. Because, like, literally, easier, literally still... I could pull my radio out with two butter knives. Like, seriously, all it was was you can seriously just slip two flat pieces of metal in on the sides. Mm. And I'm sure there are tools for this, but butter knives worked. <laughs> you just slip two butter knives in the sides. Right. It unlatched, you know, what was holding it in there, the mounts. And you just slid it out, unplugged it from the back, and you were gone. So I mean, you got you shimmy yourself in with a butter knife. You get the you get yeah. the radio out. That's the thing is like back in the day when they were so swappable, right? You could just literally just pop them, pop them, and go. But you could buy those kits, then you mount that in there so that you can do that, right? But you could have hard hard connected in. I'm sure. Oh yeah, like I could have probably gone like back up in the dashboard and like screwed it in or something like that but yeah that was definitely like oh i know i'm just gonna get the plug and play and this that and nobody ever broke into my car but it was definitely like yeah like you could pop the lock you could steal the most expensive radio the doll the car cost a (laughs) dollar and i found like 73 cents in it (laughs) when I got it. So that radio is definitely the most expensive thing in there. That's cool. So, um, but yeah, but ever since then I'm like, man, like, you know, cause it's usually like the whole assembly, like with the, um, the air conditioning is tied into that and all that kind of different stuff. So, yeah. So even my, what is it? 2001, a cord. I put a radio in that uh-huh. not terribly long ago, a couple of years ago or something, year two, whatever. And uh, well, it was kind of a pain to get in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't too bad, but uh, this one might be harder. It's like a 2013. What is it? 2013. Anyways, it's kind of newer, right? Um, so that'll be annoying, but it's nice. It's a. It's like a flat screen. 
You can Ooh. hook your phone to it and watch your nav on the screen and stuff. Nice. And uh, it it it. Uh, I gotta set that up for my mom. It's got uh, it's got a backup camera I could install if I wanted to deal with running the wires through the whole car, which I might not. Uh, but um, you just do it under the carpet, or just on top of the carpet. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to figure out the best way to do it. But yeah, I wouldn't want a wire just chilling. Right. I don't have to hide it somehow. Right. But uh, but yeah, so it'll be fun. It'll be a project, and it'll take me way longer than it should. All right. <laughs> hey. um, How about you, sir? I uh, kind of want to talk about this. So Ooh. <laughs> uh, I'm staying at my mom's for the holiday Ooh. and um i came across something brag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so i was looking for her remote and i'm just like going through she has a million uh, i don't even know what you like a million drawer things like cabinets that just are yeah, like just a lot of furniture that's drawery. Yeah, so she just has <laughs> like a, a, just like that's an adjective, right? Yeah, end that, tables that, and that kind of drawery. Yeah, end tables and hutches and whatever all over the place, and they're all full of just random stuff and stuff. So if you're looking for scissors, or you're looking for tape, or you're looking for batteries, you got to look through like 15 drawers before you can find it. So I'm looking for her remote control to their TV, and I come across this bad boy. This is my old, and this is the thing. She's moved since I've moved out. Like, and right. So I have no idea how this ended up in her living room. It was in her living room. It was in her living room on probably you one guys of her are newer. Waiting with bated breath to yeah. feel what was to see what we're talking about. We can see it. This, uh, yeah, this. Um, so uh, this was only in, ever in my room. I would assume, and I don't know how it came out, but I'll, I'll I'll give you a little taste of it before. This is uh this is what I found. That is my mouth harp. <laughs> that, yeah. I that I remember specifically wanting when I was like a little little kid. Yeah. <laughs> because I just love I don't know, whatever Where sound. Did you see it? Where did you see a mouth harp or a juice harp? It's also called juice harp. Juice harp, yes. Um, um Where did you discover said juice harp? I I think I got it. I got it when we were on like vacation when I was like 12 or 13. Nice. Just in probably one of the souvenir shops or something. But I remember wanting it since I was like a little, little kid. Just being like, oh, it makes such a weird sound. <laughs> so, and I had <laughs> exactly no idea how it worked like or whatever. And learning just obviously I'm not like good at really playing it. But like, you know, it's basically you put it against your teeth. And then you flick this little thing that vibrates, and you hum, uh, hum through it and stuff like that. But I remember flicking it, and like the thing just springing back and hitting me in the lip, oh, that's the <laughs> thing, or hitting buddy. me in the like, teeth. And like for an amateur, yeah. those things are scary. Yeah, <laughs> if you don't know what you're doing, you're like, yeah. all right, I could kill myself or rip my mouth up with this yeah. thing. Let's go. But uh, yeah, so it's a uh, it's a little something that uh, I might add to my New Year's resolution. Maybe we'll play a little practice the yeah, mouth harp. Practice a little mouth harp. See if I can, you know. I think it was because partially it was probably because of you and you were way better at the harmonica than I ever would have been. 
Dude, so, I don't know. I honestly don't know how I got good at harmonica. Harmonica's hard. Harmonica is and not, sorry. And I wouldn't say I'm that good, but I can play single notes, which <laughs> is <laughs> an accomplishment. And I can bend it a little. Mm-hmm. Not quite like Beckham, but a little bit. <laughs> right. So that was, yeah, I just, it is in my memory tied to you playing the harmonica. and cool. Definitely. Something like, oh, well, what if I had, like, it's like Tiger's got his harmonica. It's like, what if I had the juice harp? That'd be awesome. <laughs> little a jug little band. mouth jam. <laughs> yeah, have a little jug band going. <laughs> Get uh, someone on the jug. Somebody on the, the washboard. Yeah. So uh, so that is my old new that I, again. <laughs> nice. I, just the lead up of how I just randomly found it in not one of those, where, not one where of those I would have expected. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like one of the only things in there too. So I'm like, why didn't she just, she would have just thrown this away. <laughs> like I would have never thought of it again. Where did I put my like juice? I'm taking this oh, mom. Man. And she's like, Oh, it's in the, it's in the living room in one yeah. of those drawers. Yeah. So, or also known as a jaw harp. Yes. Jaw harp. There's a couple harp. of names. Yeah. But also known as a death harp. I made that one what? up. <laughs> It could kill your mouth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. Those things scare me. Jo- yes, the mouth harp. Yes. All right. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. We don't have to get into it any more than that. But <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyway. Um, also, uh, a little a little follow up for those of uh, the mm-hmm. for those of you still with us, Sweet D. I'm looking at you. A little <laughs> shout out there, but. <laughs> Um, okay. We, uh, so we did play some games as we, Ooh, we, as did. we talked about. Just, um, yeah. And uh, do you want to explain the first one? I'll explain the second one. This is just a little extra. Yeah, here yeah. you go. Yeah. So we talked games last week, how we do a little game night, holiday times. Uh, we, My wife and I got a game called Splickety Lit. Okay, good, because I could not remember the name of it. I'm like, which, good luck. <laughs> which is just lickety split with the syllables or the sounds of the, the two words flipped. Lick, lickety split, splickety lit. Apparently, that's called the spoonerism, for those that didn't know, like myself. Um, <laughs> but, uh, oh, my gosh, this brain, this brain, this game will kill your brain. Um so basically, the the whole thing about the game is it asks a question. Within the question, there's usually some spoonerisms mixed in. So it's kind of hard to understand what the question is saying. You have to like flip it in your brain to make to figure out what the words are. And then when you understand the question, you know someone's going to try to answer the question. They have to answer it in a spoonerism. So you have to flip it. So like. Uh, well, one of the answers is George Washington. Mm-hmm. It has to be Ward Joshington because mm-hmm. you have to flip the two. Or Disneyland. It's got to be Lizney Dan. Um, I'm surprised I said both of those. Kind that of was okay. good. That was good. And we did not uh, edit to like, give you time no, to think. No, we did not. That was on the fly. Thank you. Um, oh, dude. But, but the hardest part for me is that when they read the question – like the key words in the questions are all spoonerisms, all flipped. So if you don't understand what they're saying, you're like, I got I have no idea what's right. going on. And it's also 
from a card reading perspective, very difficult. Very difficult. Because yeah. you really do need to know like what the question and what the answer is because for for instance like on the box itself it said like something like you'll the game you'll laugh like laugh your butt off or something like that what it was buff your yeah you'll buff your laugh your, your lut off, off. Yeah. or something like that and they can't but you can't spell buff like laugh you can't spell L A G U L A U G H. Yeah, you can't spell B A U G H because that's you, a different word. You would say something completely different. So when you're reading it, sometimes the words are also spelled slightly different. Like so Citizen Kane right. was, um, um, I can't even think right now. Kittison Sane, but it was spelled with an S. So. You would get the S sound, and it was just weird. Right, right. But, yeah, it was fun. It was definitely a mind melter. Oh, my gosh, dude. So we played two rounds of that, and then... <laughs> and then we all took a nap. <laughs> and um, then we played uh, this game called Reverse Charades. Yeah, which now, is a game that's been around for a while. Yeah. You would think... I mean, when, you, when I hear Reverse Charades, I think of... Uh, where you are given the answer <laughs> and you are saying it and then somebody has to charade it back to you to confirm the answer. <laughs> that would kind of make... It would be a weird... It doesn't really make a lot of sense. <laughs> but the real version, the real way you play it is instead of one person getting up and acting it out and having their team guess, the team gets up and acts out and... For one person. For one person guessing. And that gets quite hilarious, especially the later and later it gets at night because um, when you have multiple people trying to do things like play Cupid or play, um, you know, uh, baseball, like baseball, like works really easily. You know, you got like, oh, yeah, I got four people here. Somebody's pitching the ball to me. But you can't talk. So you have to kind of set it up just going off of what other people do. But, yeah, it gets... It gets pretty good. It was pretty fun. There was lots of laughs. There was five people just spectating, not even wa- <laughs> not even playing, and they yeah. had a great time. Yeah. Um. So there you go. It it's a good one. Yeah. If you Don't, get if you get the right crew, yeah. who's who's game? Yeah, it's good. But if 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 uh, if you do uh, a note about charades, just give yourself some time. Like play a game of charades one time where it's not pressure. You're not in it for time. Because some things you need to paint the picture. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, because you can you know you can get some simple things like oh fishing, got it, casting, got it, got it. But sometimes you need to get some like you know some good oh you know gosh. the Taj Mahal. You really need to like <laughs> you really need some time to get in the mindset of. <laughs> Acting out the Taj Mahal. <laughs> Brandon is referring to a epic charades night that we had once, where we came up with all of these like. Well, we were using catchphrase. We were using catchphrase. Yeah, the game for, catchphrase for the clue. But playing charades with yeah. it, and so yeah, so there was like 
like long phrases and things that you would never charade because that would be really hard. Mm-hmm. And we, we got pretty good. Yeah. We we developed a couple of things that carried on throughout. So they were kind of like inside signals for different things. Like, you know, you draw the map on yeah. the wall. <laughs> like, this is the United States. Um, if I'm drawing on the wall, it's a map. And then people are like, okay, he's drawing on the map. I'm trying to show us where he's at. Um well, that was the thing. There was like there was two different ones. There was the drawing the map, which means I'm talking about a place, right? And then the other thing was I'm acting out something like the Eiffel Tower. And when you guess Eiffel Tower, I hold my arms up like a shrug and be like, and look around, like, like where am I? Where am I? <laughs> oh, you're in Paris, and you're like, yeah, you got it. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta come up oh with these things because like yeah, like how do you signal that you're talking about Paris as opposed to the Eiffel Tower? So, right. And those are some, some tips for you. There you go. If you, if you get some really toughies yeah. and have all night. Yeah. Because we didn't restrict. We were just like, just oh, go the, until we get it. They, they were, I mean, you'd be, if like, that was the thing. Your turn didn't end until whoever, until the group guessed it. was the one that we did? It was like, visit. 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 It was, we acted that out for what, 20 minutes or something? Yeah. Because we were like, how... Because you're like guest, you're like friend, you to? You're like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, visit. So yeah, I would say get yourself a, a good list of book or a box of cards or some kind of you know random assortment of ideas and and objects and stuff like that, and just do it without time. Do do it just yeah. low pressure. And Make it your resolution to get a group of friends <laughs> who will let you act out a charade for 20 minutes until they guess it. Yeah. And then you know you got some friends. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, again, thanks so much for being with us on thanks this for hanging out. new Eve. Uh, <laughs> new Eve? Yeah. The Eve of new 20s? Yeah. Of the new 20s? It's all new. (laughs) Everything's new. Everything's coming up new. Yeah. The new 20s. I I think it's really good. The new 20s? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? (laughs) Again, not planning 100 years ahead. (laughs) No. (laughs) We don't have to. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They didn't do it. Yeah, they didn't do it before. They're like, "Eh, another 20s coming up in a thousand years. Yeah, exactly. They just claimed it. Oh, yeah. We're modern. The roaring 20s. Yeah, that's a great We're modern. (laughs) Let's call call it the 20s. Oh, man. Yeah, but uh, I keep, you probably hear this like (laughs) clinking in the background. Jews harp. Yeah. Um, But yeah, and uh, let us know what you guys are up to, what your New Year's resolutions are. you can uh, email us on Gmail, tag N Brando, tag with two G's, N is in N. N is in new. New. <laughs> Brando. Um, I was going to say N is in the end of my my name that we just moved to the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. um, and, uh, and what games you guys like to play? Um, yeah. Hit yeah. us up. Uh, Twitter and Instagram as well. So. Tagging Brando. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, guys. And you guys knew up your year. Yeah. Make it that perfect vision of a year 2020. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>